Hello, my name's Jack, and welcome to the weekly roundup called This Week on Premier Skills English. In This Week, we've got lots of interesting words and phrases to help you talk about football in English. If you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can also visit the Premier Skills English website at premierskillsenglish.britishcouncil.org where you'll be able to download the podcast. On the Premier Skills English website, you can read the transcript and join the Premier Skills English community by completing a language task in the comments section. This will really help you remember the new words and phrases from the stories from the Premier League. Now, I've been feeling a a little under the weather this week. So, I'm sorry if my voice is not as clear and enthusiastic as normal. I am feeling better already, and my voice is coming back slowly. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about Newcastle's trip to Sheffield, where the home side suffered the biggest defeat of the season. The phrases I'm going to talk about are The writing is on the wall. Ruthless, relentless and ravenous. Completely thrashed. A humiliating loss. To salvage something. To put a positive spin on something. To get back on track. And a decisive victory. Listen out for this vocabulary in the story. After the story, there'll be a short language focus, and then there'll be a language challenge for you to complete, and then at the end of the podcast, there'll be a new football phrase. But before that, I want to look at last week's football phrase. If you didn't hear it last week, here's one more chance to guess now. Last week's football phrase was... In the story, I used the verb form and the noun form. This is what happens to a club if they finish the season in the last three places in the league. And this is what Chelsea dodged 104 years ago and what caused the rivalry between Arsenal and Spurs to escalate. Congratulations to Ishan Shabir from India, Loic from France, Viet Wingo from Vietnam, Alex from Ukraine, Andre Torre 102 from Brazil, Vinicius 77 from Brazil, Ken from Japan, Ishin from Japan, Hassan from Turkey, Ali Abedini from Iran, Ferdi Nuriana from Indonesia, Dennis 2000 from Belarus, El Chueco from Argentina, Hassan Ahmadpour from Iran, and Sisman 74 from Turkey. You all managed to work out the phrase I was looking for, which was relegation. Keep listening till the end of the podcast for a new football phrase. (music) Biggest defeat of the season. On Sunday, Newcastle United made history when they travelled to Sheffield and absolutely humiliated the Blades when they delivered one of the biggest defeats in the history of the Premier League. The writing was on the wall when Sven Botman scored in the 35th minute, putting the Magpies three goals ahead. 
And then in the second half, the visitors were ruthless, relentless and ravenous as they demolished the Sheffield side with goal after goal after goal, finally racking up eight and making history as they did it. This was the first time there have been eight different goal scorers in a Premier League match. Manchester United did one better in 2009, beating Ipswich Town 9-0, but they were at home. Newcastle United beat another Sheffield team, Sheffield Wednesday 8-0, but that was back in 1999, and they were at St James's Park, and they had the legendary Alan Shearer who scored five. Sunday's result was away. Newcastle United completely thrashed Sheffield United at Bramall Lane. This was a humiliating loss. I'm sure that Paul Heckingbottom will try to salvage something from the experience, perhaps see it as a learning opportunity. Managers often try to put a positive spin on a defeat, talking about the lessons they learned and how this is an opportunity to improve, about how they can get back on track. But no matter how you try to spin this one, it was a bad day at the office for the Sheffield manager. Newcastle demonstrated that they have a team of goalscorers, that throughout the squad there are players who have the confidence to take chances when they come up. This decisive victory will raise the spirits of Newcastle United and the Toon Army ahead of their match against Burnley tomorrow, while Sheffield have to find the will to keep pushing as they travel to the London Stadium to face West Ham. The phrases from the story that I want to talk about are The writing is on the wall Ruthless, relentless and ravenous Completely thrashed A humiliating loss To salvage something To put a positive spin on something To get back on track And a decisive victory the writing is on the wall. This idiom means that something is doomed, that something is going to fail. The origin of the phrase is a Bible story from the Book of Daniel about the king of Babylon who was having a wild party and being generally naughty and disrespectful until a mysterious hand appeared and started writing on the wall. The king of Babylon couldn't read the writing, so he summoned Daniel, who interpreted it for him, and told him that God had judged him and decided that he'd been king for long enough, and then later that night, he was killed. So, people use the phrase, the writings on the wall, if something is like the king of Babylon and is finished or can't continue. Ruthless, relentless and ravenous. The word ruthless means without feeling or pity. It's often collocated with the word killer. A ruthless killer is someone who kills without any sadness or remorse. They have no feelings of pity for their victims. There is no positive form of this adjective anymore. I think that people used to be full of Ruth and perhaps the verb to rue which means to regret, is related. Relentless means without stopping. The online Cambridge Dictionary definition says 
continuing in a harsh way. So we use the adjective relentless to describe something negative that doesn't stop. So you might read about a relentless series of attacks. In the winter in the UK, sometimes the rain and wind can feel pretty relentless. Ravenous means extremely hungry. It comes from the verb to ravage, which means to cause great damage to something. Most of the time, though, we just use it to mean very, very hungry. Completely thrashed. The verb to thrash means to beat someone or an animal as a punishment. It's an old word and comes from the verb to thresh, which means to beat grain from the stem. So, when farmers harvest wheat, they used to beat the wheat to separate the grain from the rest of the plant. Most of the time now, the verb means to defeat an opponent easily, with a convincing scoreline. I think in football, a three-goal difference, 3-0 three or 4-1, for example, or greater, could be called a thrashing. A humiliating loss. If something is humiliating, it makes you feel ashamed or embarrassed. I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of if you make a mistake. I mean, making mistakes is an important part of learning. But if you're an English teacher and you make a grammar mistake on a web page, that's a little humiliating. So, if you make a mistake at something that you should be good at, at something you're a professional doing, that's humiliating. To salvage something. The verb to salvage means to save from destruction. It's normally used to talk about valuable cargo on a boat. If the boat sinks, a team might be sent to salvage the cargo. We also use it if there's a fire or a building collapses, perhaps after an earthquake. Anything that you can take from the wrecked building that you can still use is salvaged. So anything that is saved from a disaster is salvaged. To put a positive spin on something. If you put a positive spin on something, you find a way to describe it that makes it seem better than it really is. You might also hear that someone has a, a different spin or a, a different way of describing a situation. Politicians sometimes use spin doctors, who are not doctors at all. They're professional political strategists and communications specialists who find the best way to describe problems and policies to support a particular political party. To get back on track. If you are on track for something, you're working in a way that should result in that thing. I think that this comes from a, a railway track. If a train is on a track for a particular destination, then if the train keeps going, it will reach that destination. So, if you're on track for a promotion, you should get a promotion if you keep doing what you're doing. If you start performing badly, then you might be encouraged to get back on track. This just means to, to get back to performing properly.
A decisive victory. If something is decisive, it has a big role in the way a situation will progress or end. So, a victory is decisive if it affects a team's progress in the league. Often we don't recognise decisive moments until later. You might look back at a team's campaign and recognise which moment changed the team's fortunes, which moment was decisive. However, we, we do often use the adjective decisive to describe a victory if the match finishes with a very clear winning scoreline. I think a margin of two goals or more is probably enough to describe a result as decisive. Today I've spoken about eight useful phrases. The phrases I've spoken about are The writing is on the wall Ruthless, relentless and ravenous Completely thrashed A humiliating loss To salvage something To put a positive spin on something To get back on track And a decisive victory Listen to the story one more time to hear the phrases in context. Biggest defeat of the season On Sunday, Newcastle United made history when they travelled to Sheffield and absolutely humiliated the Blades when they delivered one of the biggest defeats in the history of the Premier League. The writing was on the wall when Sven Botman scored in the 35th minute, putting the Magpies three goals ahead. And then in the second half, the visitors were ruthless, relentless and ravenous as they demolished the Sheffield side with goal after goal after goal, finally racking up eight and making history as they did it. This was the first time there have been eight different goal scorers in a Premier League match. Manchester United did one better in 2009, beating Ipswich Town 9-0, but they were at home. Newcastle United beat another Sheffield team, Sheffield Wednesday 8-0, but that was back in 1999, and they were at St James's Park, and they had the legendary Alan Shearer who scored five. Sunday's result was away. Newcastle United completely thrashed Sheffield United at Bramall Lane. This was a humiliating loss. I'm sure that Paul Heckingbottom will try to salvage something from the experience, perhaps see it as a learning opportunity. Managers often try to put a positive spin on a defeat, talking about the lessons they learned and how this is an opportunity to improve about how they can get back on track. But no matter how you try to spin this one, it was a bad day at the office for the Sheffield manager. Newcastle demonstrated that they have a team of goalscorers, that throughout the squad there are players who have the confidence to take chances when they come up. This decisive victory will raise the spirits of Newcastle United and the Toon Army ahead of their match against Burnley tomorrow while Sheffield have to find the will to keep pushing as they travel to the London Stadium to face West Ham. Right, now it's time for you to think about the language again. 
I found examples of the words and phrases in News Stories Online and edited them slightly. I have removed today's vocabulary, so I want you to fill in the gaps with the language from the podcast. Number one. A late header from Mumbai City's Jorge Diaz helped his side a point against Odisha FC. Number two. The CEO of the housewares company Wilco admitted that as the high street chain put 12,000 jobs at risk. Number three. Trump criticised the fake news for refusing to on the US coronavirus response, which left over 120,000 dead. Number four. Captured in January after three decades on the run, Sicilian mafia boss Matteo Messina Denaro has died in hospital in central Italy. Number five. Wrexham worth 5-0 by Stockport as their unbeaten run ended. Number six. Kelly's Castle Daily side powered clear of Ballymore to claim a Victory. Number seven. Greg's bosses made a mistake as they spruced up their Greg store in Richmond, Yorkshire, and then decorated it with photos of Richmond, London. Number eight. World leaders aim to in the global fight against tuberculosis. Leave your answers to the language challenge in the comments section on the Premier Skills English website. Now it's time for this week's football phrase. This week's football phrase is... This is a funny football cliché that commentators used to talk about Sheffield United's performance from the perspective of the manager. You can use this phrase to say that a performance reflects badly on a manager. I have read that it can be used to talk about a poor performance in sports for players and managers, but I think it's more commonly used to talk about a manager's performance. If you know the answer, be sure to leave it in a comment on the page for this podcast on Premier Skills English. Before I finish, I'm going to go through the answers to last week's language challenge. Number one. Liverpool fans will love Mac Allister and Sobersly's online banter over shirt printing numbers. Number two. From Rocky Balboa to Batman. Watch how your favourite characters got whipped into shape in the 25 best training montages in movie history. Number three. The Eagles scraped a win against championship side Stoke City with a scrappy victory. Number four. The Australian steered in from a beautifully crafted set piece after the hosts had to weather a first half storm of pressure from Graham Alexander's men. Number five. 
Andy Murray believes Novak Djokovic created a psychological advantage for him by winning matches in which he was facing match points. Number 6. Three wins from the last four games sees cobblers only outside the top three places on goal difference from Carlisle United. Number 7. It's time to take a trip down memory lane and reflect on how Brighton and Palace's rivalry escalated. And that's all I have time for today. Before I finish, I just wanted to say that I hope you found this podcast useful and I hope all of you stay fit and healthy and safe. Bye for now and enjoy your football. <laughs>